The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. Daf Tzadi He. Today's Daf is being studied in Mishmat. Marat Zikanati, Yafa Batsara, Vililu Nishmat, Abraham Ben Esther, Ruach Hashem, Tanuhamet, Began Eden, Amen. Today's Daf is being studied in Ruach Hashem, Moshe Ben Dina. We begin today's Dachat Sadihah Amud Rishon and we are going to start uh, at the two dots, three, four, five, six, seven lines down, starting at Gazal uh, Para. So we said uh, in the Mishnah, Gazal Para Me'uberet V'yalda. So what did the guy do in the case of the Mishnah? He stole a para that was pregnant. So he's a gazlan, he's a ganav, whatever you want to call him. And the vial that gave birth. Or he stole a sheep and it was laden with tzimr. And then he sheared it. So the deen was, Meshalem deme para haomedet lilid. When he pays back, he has to pay back the price of a para that is expecting to give birth and the merachel and the amount of a sheep that's destined to that's going to be cut so before we even go further we have to remind ourselves how we learned that case in the Mishnah what was the what was the rationale so that she actually explained it uh, over there we'll go back to the Mishnah so Rashi explained in the Mishnah in that case, uh, on the second line, Rashi said, V'demer achel ha-teona li-gazez, v'a-odev she-shaveh achshav, the price that it appreciated, ha-valad v'a-giza, yoter shelohu, de-kananu b'shinui. So it sounded like from Rashi, you return back the animal itself, and you pay the amount that it appreciated. But the actual shearings and the actual valad, the guy was kone with a shinui. So he gets to keep the valad. Valad is considered a shinui. And he's able to keep the shearings, which also is now shinui once he cut it. But he has to compensate for what it was worth at the time of the gezela. Okay? Tanat Gemara now says, Tanat Banan, HaGozel Rachel Ugzaza, person stole a sheep, and then he sheared it. Para, Para was pregnant, Vialda, and he gave birth. Meshalem Ota Ve'et Gizoteha Ve'et Veladoteha. Devre Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Meir says, you have to return back everything. The Behemah itself, 
and all the items that appreciated in his uh, shoot, uh, the shearings and uh, the veladot, the children of the babies that were born, you have to return back to the to the owner. Okay, that's the shita of Rabbi Meir. Okay, we'll have to understand the logic of all these shitot. Gemara is going to explain it. Rabbi Yudaomer, Gezela Choseret Be'aneha. So it sounds like you just returned the animal itself. You stole the animal, you returned the animal. We'll see what that means. Uh, regarding the Tzemer and the Valad, uh, you pay for that. You get to keep, give the animal back, keep the shearings, keep the Valadot, and just pay what the animal was worth at the time of the theft. Bishimon Omer, Bishimon is the third shita, Ro'in Ota Ki'ilu Hishuma Etzlo Bekesef. It sounds like Bishimon is saying at least this point, you pay in money, which means you get to keep everything, and you just have to pay back uh, what the animal was worth in money at the time of the theft. Those are the basic three shitot. Now the Gemara analyzes. Ibaya Lehu, Gemara has a question. What's the reason of Rabbi Meir? Again, Rabbi Meir's shita was, you have to return basically everything. The animal, the gizot, the animal, and the veladot. Mishum de kasavar, is it because he holds shinui bimkomo omed? Okay, if you hold that there's no such thing as a shinui, shinui is not kone, so the animal did uh, the change, it's an animal that had she, uh, she, uh, wool on it. Uh, now you cut it. It's a different animal. The animal was pregnant. Now it gave birth. If you hold that a shinui is not koneh, so you got to return back uh, everything. Nothing changed. I'm sorry. It did change, but shinui is bimkomo omit. That's one way of looking at it. Odilma be'alma shinui koneh. Or maybe I'll tell you, no. The bimir generally holds that a shinui is koneh. Ve'haka kinasahu de kakanis. Well, this is a penalty that the rabbis made, uh, which means uh, we don't want the gazlan to benefit from the shevah, from the appreciation over here, the fact that he cut the uh, wool. We don't want him to benefit now from the wool that he cut, or the veladot. And therefore, we'll put a knasa, and I'm going to say, you got to return back everything so you don't have a benefit. So the Yabarat says, lemay nafkamina. Well, what's nafkamina going to be between the two reasons? Either way, you got to return everything. If you hold that shinu is not kone, you got to return everything. If you hold that they put a knas, you have to return everything. So, what would be a nafkamina between the two reasons? Lehecha dechachasha mechachesh. Well, let's say the animal depreciated, the animal went down. If you're going to say that what shinui bimkomo omed that the shinui is not kone anything, so therefore you can return the animal as is, even though it depreciated. Uh, the shinui doesn't do anything to you. You weren't kone the animal. Therefore you return, you stole an animal, you return the animal as it is. But if you generally hold that shinui is kone, it's just that in the case where appreciated, we put a knas on the guy, so in the case of hachasha. So therefore we'll say the shinui is kone, the way he was kone, the amni has to pay back according to what it was at the time of the gezera, which is more expensive. So that we can have a nafkamina between the two reasons. Uh, do we have a rashi over here? Well, I think they, it's a 
Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Kenasa kanis. We don't want the sinner who stole the animal now to be rewarded. Right, to take the benefit. Between the two reasons will be where the animal did not appreciate. It got depreciated. How? If you say that Shinui is not Koneh, you just give it back the way it is. She knows not kone. So give it back. Itama mishum kenasahu. But if you say the reason is why, because it's a kenas. Vishinui kani mishalem kedem ikara. So then you kone the animal, and you'd have to pay back what it's worth or what it was at the time of the theft. That's the Gemara's question. So again, we're trying to analyze one point at this point. Shitat Meir. Why does he say when you shear it? You have to return back everything. Is it Mishum, Shinui is not Koneh? Or is it because of a Knas? That's the Gemara's question. The Gemara's going to try to bring proofs either way. Tashema. I'll bring you a Ra'aya. Gazal, Behema, Vehizkina. Stole an animal and it aged. Avadim, Vehizkinu. Or you stole slaves. And what happened? It became aged as well. So, Mishalem, Kishata, Gezerah. Tarakama says you pay according to the time of the theft, which means the aging is a shinui. Therefore, you kone the behema bishinui and the evid bishinui. And you just have to pay back at the time that you stole. The bimir omer, ba'avadim omer lo, hareshilcha lefanecha. The bimir says, now, so when it comes to the avadim, you could say, got old, take it back the way it is right now. Why? The Bimir holds, Avadim are like Karka. And just like you can't steal Karka, you can't steal an Evid. I'll agree with you by Behemah, but by uh, Avadim, it's not Shayach to steal an Evid. Just like you cannot steal Karka, so therefore it has nothing to do with anything. You didn't steal it, so therefore you have an Evid now. I don't care, got old. You're not Kune Bishinu, you're not a Gazlan. Therefore, just return back the Evid the way it is. By a Behemah, you're a Gazlan. Oh, so with the uh, aging, you will kone it. Therefore, you just have to pay back what it was worth according to the time of the theft. That's the Bimi'ir's argument against Tarakama. Vi'ilu behema kish'ata gezela. But Bimi'ir would agree that behema that got aged, you pay back according to what it was initially, which means you pay back what it was. You kone it b'shinui, and you pay back originally. So give us v'isa kadatak savara bimi'ir. Shinui bimkomo omed. Wait. Here the animal depreciated. So if you're going to hold that watch, Shinui is not koneh. Give back the behemah the way it is now. Uh, the fact that you see that you have to give back at the time of the gezela, he must hold the Shinui is koneh. It's got nothing to do with a kanas over here. The animal went down. Must be holds that what? That Shinui is koneh. And when it comes to an appreciation, the acha. Kenasahu dekakanis. That's the Gemara's Raya. Gemara says, no, Amre. Rabbi Meir led the Brehem to Rabbanan Ka'amalu. Rabbi Meir was reacting to the Rabbi's opinion. Which means like this. Lidi di shinui enokone vafilu behemaname. She's really, I hold shinui is not kone. Therefore, even the animal you're able to give back as is. However, 
אלא לדידחו, אבל אקורדינג טו יו רבייז, תאמליטו שינוי קונה, הודו לי מי הבעבדה, תכם קרקע אדמה, וקרקע אינה נגזלת. At least agree to me, halfway by קרקע, that you should be able to still return the קרקע, because קרקע is not נגזלת. וכאמרי לרבנן, the rabbis came back to be me, and told them, לא, עבדה כמטלטל לדמה, that we look at עבדים as, not like קרקע, because they are, you can't move an עבד, עבד does move, and therefore we look at it like מטלטל, therefore do not bring it עיה from over here, אדרבה, we can say that really the rabbis hold, that really שינוי אינו קונה. Which means, I hold Shinui in a Kone, therefore by Behemah, give it back in the depreciated state. But you, that hold Shinui is Kone, agree to me at least by Avadin, you should be able to return it in its depreciated state, uh, because Avid uh, is like Karkat. And the rabbis came back and said, no, Avid is like Metadin. So we did not bring it a Ayah yet for the Bimi. We cannot bring a proof positive for the Bimi. So we're going to bring another Ayah, Tashema. Guy went and he gave Tzemer to a Sabah. Semet was a buy, gave wool to a dyer. Okay, let's bow alo adom. He told him, I want you to dye it to me red. Utzba'o shahor. Instead, he dyed it black. Shahor utzba'o adom. Or black, and he dyed it red. So, bimi iromer, noten lo demet samro. So, he has to give back to him the amount of semet. You have to pay back the amount of the raw wool. So Gebarah makes a diuk. Demet samro in. Demet samro ushbacho lo. But what? The amount that it appreciated, the fact that he died it, that much you don't have to pay back. You just have to pay back. Kishat ha-gezela. V'yisal kadata kasabar b'meir. Shinui en kone. You tell me that a shinui is not kone. Demet samro ushbacho ba'en lemetavle. You should pay back the tzemet plus the appreciation that it had, uh, the fact that uh, that he died it. He should pay back Tzemer Tzavuah. Because if you hold that Shinui uh, Eno Kone, so therefore the Shinui that he made to it is nothing, and therefore he should return back uh, the more expensive item. Oh, must be holds what? Really, generally speaking, that a Shinui would be Kone. Oh, so if a Shinui is Kone... He should only have to pay back tzemer vehacha kenasahu deka kanis, and the reason why normally you have to pay back extra is because of the knas. But that's only when you did it on purpose. Over here, he made a mistake, and therefore we're not going to be konesim. Look at Rashi, please. Rashi says, right? Rashi says demet samro. See Rashi demet samro. It's like right in the middle of the Rashi's here. Kedem ikara. You have to pay back the amount of wool like he gave it to you. Right now it's worth more. Litzidichim tzemer adom. At least for people that want red wool, it's more expensive. But you see why you only have to pay back from the big. Ila, what do you see? What shinui is kone. Oh, so go back to the case of the animal that appreciated. Why does he say you have to return everything? That's in the case of the Mishnah of the animal that appreciated. Right, the case of the Tzabah, he's really not a, a gazlan because it came to his hands. He didn't steal it. So therefore, I'm not going to knas in the case where the guy made a mistake. He died at the wrong color. Then I go with the regular rules. Shinui koneh. 
Bottom line, you look for the the appreciation. You got to return back uh, the wool. Mashiach, in the case where you stole the item, you took the appreciation of the wool and of the veladot. You're right. Technically speaking, shinui kone. So technically, you should be kone the veladot. You should be kone the the tzim, and you just give back uh, the animal, uh, whatever it was worth, and uh, the animal itself, and then money for, for, to compensate for what it was worth at the time of the gizela. And that's already kenas. Uh, we don't want the person to benefit. That's the way Gemara wants to shmamina. Proof positive. Ika de amre. Someone to say halo ibailam. This wasn't even the question. We knew what Rabbi Meir holds. Mide apich Rabbi vetane. Rabbi had a reverse in the shitot. Where in the Mishnah? Gazal para vezkina. In that case, where he stole the para and it got aged. Abadim vezkinu mishalem keshat gezela devre Rabbi Meir. Oh, you see clear, black and white. According to Rabbi Meir, you stole an animal that appreciated, the, the depreciated, became a zekena. You pay mishkishat gezela. That means what shinui is. Kone, the, the depreciation of the animal becomes yours now because it's a different animal, and you have to pay shat gezela. Vachamim omrim, vachamim. They have it also. We switch. No, we're switching the shitot. We're switching the shitot. Vachamim omrim ba'avadim omrim lo hareshul chalifanecha. So therefore, vaday Rabbi Meir shinui kone. For sure, it comes out. You see clearly shinui is kone vehacha. And for sure, when it appreciates, the reason why you have to return back everything is because we don't want the sinner to be the benefit. Oh, so what was our question then? The question was like this. When the Bimi'ir made the knas, How far did he go? Did he make the, make the kanas when the guy did it on purpose? Like the case of the Mishnah, where he stole a para and he sheared it. That's a Madai Mezid case. Or even in the case where, let's say, the guy did it bishogeg. The guy stole bishogeg. You have to figure out a case. How do you steal bishogeg? How far did the Bimir go to say that we put the kanas on the person? Uh, that she says, gives us a case right away of bishogeg. Look at that she. Kegon lokeyah shelakach migazlan. Guy bought stolen goods. He didn't know they were stolen. He bought an item from somebody that stole it. And he took it, and it was just behind. He cut it and all that. And the question is, he's a gazlan, this guy. It's really stolen goods. So the question is, uh, did they make a knas in that case also, that he has to return back everything? The Gemara says, Tashema. So come and I'll bring your eye out from the bright. Hamisha govin minam chorarin. Okay. There are five situations where a person has to pay, he owes money, but you only pay from nechassim uh, that are meshukharim. You don't pay from nechassim that are meshukhbadim. Normally speaking, if I borrow money with a star, uh, you don't have the money to pay, I can go to the fields that were around at the time of the loan that you sold, because now there's a lien on all those fields. So I can go to the cult that's called the Likuhot. I can go to the buyers of those fields and claim, listen, I have a star that pre, pre, uh, was predated to the sale of your field. Therefore, that money, that field belongs to me. But there's five scenarios where we say 
that the person that wants to get paid cannot go to Lekuchot, he can only go to the Nechassim that are available. What are the five situations? So the Gebarah says, just read Rashi, just to get the words, Minamohorarin, Menechassim Benechorin, Velo Menechassim Meshobadim. Okay? What are the five cases? Ve'eluhen. Let's just read them all first. Perot, Ushbah Perot, Ve'amekabel alav lazun ben ishto ubat ishto, Ve'get Chov she'en bo acharayut, Uchtubat isha she'en ba acharayut. Okay, let's now look at Rashid to see these cases over here. Those are five cases where when a guy is getting paid, he can only go after money that's available. Can I go after the Guhot? Perot, Ushbach Perot. Teran b'masechet getin. En motzi'in achilat perot, Ushshiv'a karkaot, Menechassim meshubadim, Bepleh tikun ha'olam. Hefsed l'kuhot, Achilat perot, Ushshiv'a karkaot, Mepharesh la b'shtayim wahazim. Okay, so Rashid does not tell me the case of Perot, so we're going to have to read it, what the case of Perot is. The story was like this. Okay, you have a situation like this. Let's get the case over here. Let's get the story over here, based on the Gemara in Shnaim Ochazim. Here. Okay, a guy bought from his friend stolen property. Okay, the owner caught up to the guy. Hey, listen, that property you bought was stolen. So he takes back the property. He cannot keep stolen property, so he has to give it back to the nigzal. Now let's say the guy who bought the field, he planted the field. He put trees on it. He put uh, uh, you know, investment on the field. Now the field's worth more. So the guy that got stolen, he takes the whole field as is with the appreciation on it. Because bottom line, that grew on his field over here. And he does not have to pay him for the perot. Now the lokeah goes back to the thief. You sold me a stolen property. The Gzal already took it back with everything. I want to be compensated. So therefore, he wants everything. He wants the fruit now also. He wants to get paid for full, full compensation. That's the case of Perot. The Gazlan, you can, you can, for the field itself, you can get paid from anywhere. Get paid from money that he has available or money that he sold already to fields that he sold. But when it comes to the appreciation of the field, you can only get paid on perot from the actual, actual nechassim uh, themselves. You cannot get paid for the appreciation from the likuchot that the gazlan sold. That's the din of perot. Shevach perot is a, is a similar case. Shevach perot is, is the case over here where the field itself, because of the trees that you put on it, the field itself appreciated. Forget about the trees and all that. The field itself got worth... More money, because now it's a field of perot. So also, 
The Nigzal, the guy that got stolen from, he comes back and just takes the field as is. You don't got to worry about nothing. Yeah, we appreciate it. Now, when he goes back to the Gazlan, so he can get paid for the field itself, but he appreciates the Shavah Perot, the appreciation of the field itself, he can only get from the Chasim that are available, not from the Kuchot. So that's Perot and Shavah Perot. What's case number three? Case number three is, HaMekabel Alav Lazun Ben Ishto Ubat. A guy accepts upon himself to support his wife's children. Right? He gets married uh, a second time over here, and now he's going to support them. Okay? So the deen is, you only have to pay this uh, debt from the chasim that are available. And the, the benubat cannot go now to, uh, you know, the chasim that the father or the stepfather uh, sold. Okay? This is only coming from uh, funds that are Available. Okay, what's the third case? Uh, get. Get is a star, by the way. Not talking about a get of a divorce paper. Get is a star. Chov she'en bo acharayut. Okay, it's easy. You have a star. Uh, I owe you uh, money, whatever it is. But they didn't write in the star that I can collect from Nechassim Mishubadim. So in a star, when you lend money, you have to explicitly write that in the star. If you don't explicitly write that in the start, then I can only get paid from funds that you have available. Uchtubat isha she'en ba'achadayut. Or for that matter, a shtar ketubah, that they didn't write in the ketubah itself, the lady can get paid from nechassim mishubadim. Okay? So those are the five cases. Gebra goes on a side point. Man shamat le de'amar acharayut lav ta'ut sofer, Rebbe Meir. First of all, let's establish, you know the author of this statement is? The five has to be the Bimi'ir. Because the Bimi'ir holds that there's a big mahloket. When you have a ketubah, let's say, that doesn't say you can get paid from Nechassim Mishur Badim, one shita says you can get paid from Nechassim Mishur Badim. But it doesn't say it. The sofer made a ta'ut. The, the guy, who, who's not going to put Nechassim Mishur Badim in a star? But it doesn't say it. The sofer made it out. He didn't write it in there. Therefore, he paid no attention. The ketubah can get even from nechassim shubadim. Rabbi Meir says, no, no, no. If it's not in there, it's not in there. We don't blame it on taut sofer. Oh, so once already, I know this brayta must be the shita of Rabbi Meir, because he does not blame it on taut sofer. The mistake of the sofer. Oh, and what is it saying in this case over here? Five cases that you have that you only get paid from nechassim that are available, and not from Nechassim, that are Mishubadim. Veketani, and one of the cases, or actually two of the cases, is what? Perot, Ushvach Perot. The case is what? Where a guy stole by mistake. Right? It's not an intentional theft. He bought a field that was stolen. He didn't know. Hechidame, what's the case? The Gemara says, Kegon, Shegazal, Sadeh Mechavero. He stole, he stole, a guy stole a field from his friend. They sold it to the other guy. The guy that bought it, he enhanced it and he appreciated the field. He planted trees on it. The Nixal comes along and he takes it back. Yeah, that's my field. When the guy now who bought it goes back to the Gazlan when he wants to get paid. He only gets back the principal from the chasim that the mishorbat, which is the actual field itself. Its value you can even get from fields that the gazlan sold. However, et veta sheva, 
the appreciation of the field or the perot, right? You can only get paid from the available assets of the gazlan. What do you see from over here? The ata so you see what? That the Nigzal, the guy that got stolen over here, he takes everything. He takes the field and he takes the enhancement. Okay? My love. Uh, got away. One more, one more uh, uh, element to get the proof here. My love. Most people are talking about over here a guy who's Ama'aris. That what? De loyada de karka nigzelet o ena nigzelet. We know karka, you cannot steal karka, right? Obviously this guy that bought the field, he don't know nothing. He's Ama'aris. He doesn't know whether the field's on nigzal or not. He doesn't know about uh, this whole business of gizal, uh, which he thought, the guy that bought it, he thought that karka is nigzelet. And therefore, he says, wait, I'm not the Gazlan over here. This guy's the Gazlan. The owner made Yehush. Now you're selling it to me. I got Yehush and Shinui Deshut. Therefore, he thinks he's okay. That's the case we're talking about over here. Because this is the key, this is the, key the whole proof. We're trying to create a case of a Gazlan Bishogig. Give me a case of Gazlan. This case. The guy don't know laws. We just learned it two minutes ago. He doesn't know this law. He's an artist. Okay, so what happened? He knows the he knows the land was stolen. Comes over and says, "Listen, I got a land piece of land over here. I stole it. Uh, I'll sell it to you." He's thinking, "You know what? Uh, I'm sure the owner made up, gave up hope already. He's thinking, and uh, now you're going to sell it to me. So I got a yush. I got a shenur to shoot. He knew that much, and now that's mine. Little does he know that what you cannot steal karka, by the way, and therefore this item over here is not konet to them. He was not konet. That was a yush." And that would a shinuri shoot. And therefore, all his enhancements that he did, and all that stuff that he stood there, it's all shogeg. Correct? He doesn't know that he's. And what are we saying? What? He's got to return the entire property with its enhancements to the. Oh, so what do you see over here? That the Bimi is Knas was even said in a case of a Gazlan that was a shogeg. That which we say appreciation. You got to get back the whole thing. The Chaura, what do you mean? The Chaura, uh, just say, say, say over here that the Shinui uh, is Kone. Ela what? The guy's a Gazlan Bishogeg. And we say you have to give back everything. Continue the Gibara. The Fidu Ache, one more line. Ka'ate Baal Karka. The Baal Karka comes back. The Shakilar Avishibha. He takes back everything. He takes back the Shivas of Ushmami. Nabishogeg Name. Kanis. That even if a person acted in a shogeg way, the bimi'id puts a knas on him that he has to return the whole thing. That's the gebaraz ayah that the bimi'id is kones afilu b'shogeg. The gebaraz says, no. Lo. Belokeya tamid hacham v'yada. No ayah. Could be I'm talking about a Tamid Hacham that bought the field, and he knows Karakayla and Exilit. And he bought the field nonetheless. And he made his enhancements. Now already the guy's a Mizid. Because you know the law. That's why the Bimir says that you got to give back the whole field to the Nixal. But in the Khanamib, maybe in the case of Shogeg, they didn't Knas him. You have no idea that this case is a Shogeg situation. I can tell you it's talking about a 
Tamid Hakam. Correct. So he knows. He knows the law. He knows he's stealing. He knows that when he might take in his field, there's no Kinyanegezela. So therefore, that's why when he hits, he has to pay the whole thing. Tashema. So comes again what I now and says, I'll bring you another ayah. That Shogeg, uh, the Bimi is going to say, they were Kones. Uh, or, or not Kones. That says, the case of the uh, dying. The Tzbawa Alo Adom. Right? Gave uh, wool to a dyer. And you told him, I want it to be red. Utzba'o shahol, and he did it black. Shahol, utzba'o adom, or black, or he did it red. Rabbi Meir, Omer, Rabbi Meir says, Noten lo demet samro. All you have to pay back is simir. Right? The way you got it. Undyed simir. Demet samro in. Demet samro ushba'o lo. But you don't have to pay for the enhancement. Now, the, for a guy that wants red uh, wool, it was enhanced. We don't have to pay back that extra price. If you can tell me that, what? That even in the case of Shogeg, it was Kones, that what, when you steal Bishogeg, even you have to pay back. You should pay back everything. Now, why is this guy a Shogeg? That's a good question. Why is this guy considered a shogeg? Look at the Rashi on the third line. Tzivao, shogeg hashiv. Why? The ika inche tuva de loyad ed dasulis shanot bidibur shil balabayat. Wow. There's a lot of people that don't know you have to follow instructions. The guy said, I want red. Okay, he wants red. I'll give him black. He doesn't realize that that is a problem of, uh, of Gizim. So therefore, Rashi says that's a case of shogeg. And still, what are we saying? You got to pay back only back the wool. So therefore you see that in the Shogay case, Rabbi Mir was not Kunis. Shema binah, the Gebaran says, that is indeed a proof positive, and we're done with Rabbi Mir Shita. Gebaran continues to explain the Braita that we had the three Shitot of Rabbi Mir, Rabbi Yudah, and Rabbi Shimon. So the Gebaran now starts to explain Rabbi Yudah Shita. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Gezelah, Choseret, Be'aneha. What was the case? The case was talking about he stole a sheep and uh, it appreciated. It grew uh, shearings, it grew wool. Or para uh, was pregnant and he gave birth. So the Biuda says, Gizela hozeret be'aneha. That you have to return the animal as is. And it sounds like you get to keep the shearings. And you get to keep the valad, because that's a shinui. So you connect, and you have to just pay what the animal was worth at the time of the gezela. So you give back the animal, plus extra money to what the animal was worth at the time that it was stolen. That's shikat l'bi yudar. Bishim'on, Omer, ro'in ota ki'ilu hi shuma etzlo bekesef. He says, you look at the assessment of the animal as if it's money, and you have to compensate the nigzal uh, with money. It sounds like he's saying the same thing as the biudah. You give back the animal, and uh, the appreciation you just pay for, because you corner the shearings and the animal, the valad, b'shinui. So the Gebra is, my benayu. What's the difference between the biudah and the bishimon? Amar avzvid, b'shevar she'al gabe gezela kamepalge. Rabbi Yehuda Savad in Exalave, Rabbi Shimon Savad 
the Gazlan Haver. So the Mahlot between them is in a case where the animal still has the Vlad inside of it, or the animal still has the wool on it. Which means both agree, if already you cut it off, or if the animal gave birth, that's a Shinui. Therefore you couldn't hear the Shinui, therefore you just have to give the animal back with the appreciation at the time when it was worth, at the time of the Gezira. Pregnant animal is worth more. An animal with uh, wool on it is worth more. But you get to keep the actual shearings and you get to keep the, the birth. This is talking about the animal still has the wool on it and still has the animal in it. The Bishamon holds, it's still considered a Shinui. Even though it didn't come out yet, we still look at it as a Shinui, and therefore you connect the whole animal, therefore you only have to pay money to what it was worth at the time of the stealing. But you keep the animal. Masha'ekin, according to the Bihuda, he says, that's not a Shinui yet. It's the same animal. Since it wasn't sheared yet, and since it wasn't, the animal didn't give birth yet, Therefore, we have to give the animal back as is. Let's read that in Rashi now. Rashi dibura matchil derbi udas savad in exal haver. It's like uh, four lines after they get wide. Vaaki kamar derbi uda gezela chozeret beaneha lebaaleha. You return the actual gezela ben the shevar ben the griuta. No matter what happened to it. Whatever it is at the time of the claim of Beddin, he chuzered it. But the case where let's say it depreciated, let's say you sheared it, the Yaldar gave birth, then you pay for the difference. You keep the shearings for yourself, you return the animal plus what it was worth at the time of the theft. If you remember, we learned that the Bimi'ir holds that he put a knas, and he makes you actually pay back the shearings and the animal itself, because he doesn't want you to keep the appreciation. That's knas. The Bimi'ir argues, no, if you cut it already, it's a shinu, you get to keep it. But you have to just pay, because something is enough. The Amar Kulesh Shibhayahib, the Vafagav, the Kanagiza, the Lad, the Shinui, even though the Bimir agrees that Shinui is Kone, Hazira Keman, the Kulesh Shibha, Akati Allah, Kimishalon, the Gzeza, and Mishalem Kulam, Mishum Kinasa. The Bimir says, we don't look at it as a Shinui. Then we have to pay the whole animal back, as if there was no Shinui on it. The Kamar, the Biuda, Kidita, Ashta, Hadra. Yet you return the animal the way it is. You're right. If you actually sheared it, you get to keep the shearings. Because this is shinui. If you actually gave birth, you get to keep the balad. You can return the animal back. But you have to return it the way it was worth at the time of the stealing. The you have to compensate it with some money. However, But if the sheba is still on the animal... The shearings are still there. The velad is still inside of it. So the biyuda obviously holds that that's a considered shinui, since the animal is still the same animal. So it just got some some wool on it. It just has now a velad inside of it. You got to return the animal as is. And that but that Shimon the memar, and that which the bishmon comes along and says afidu shvacha aleha, even if the shvach is still on it. Notlo Gazlan. 
The gazan gets to keep the whole animal. You took an animal that didn't have wool on it. Now it grew wool. That's a shinui. Shinui is kone. You just have to pay according to what it is at the time of the gazela. So it comes out. It's three-way machloket. Rabbi Meir holds what? You got to return everything. Even though generally old shinui is kone, but hecha, where the animal appreciated. So now you have to can have a kanas that says, well, you got to return everything. Yeah, but I was kone. We don't want the sinner to be rewarded. The Buddha comes along and says, if you sheared it already, you get to keep the shearing, but you just have to pay. But if it's still on the animal, then you got to return everything because that's considered a shinui. Even if it's still on the animal, you connect the shinui of the growth, and you just have to pay. That's the three way mahluk. That's one way of learning it. The papa Amar, papa says no. The kolana sheba shagabe gezela de gazla nave. Everybody holds that if the sheba is still on the animal, you have to return the animal. Even if Shimon is going to agree to that, according to the papa. That as long as the sheba is still on the animal, that's not considered a shinui, therefore you have to return the animal as is. Also, what's the mahlokit? So the mahlokit is like this. So again, Sheva Sha'al Gabe Gezela. Oh, Mahila. Rapapama de Kulama Sheva Shagabe Gezla de Gazlan have. It's not an exhaust, the Gazlans. Which means the Shinui that's on the animal is considered a Shinui. Therefore, even according to the Biuda, you get to keep the animal. And you just have to compensate what it's worth at the time of the Gezela. Again, according to the Papa, everybody holds. That when the animal appreciates, you have the shearings on it now, the wool, or you have the valad inside, that's a shinui. Everybody owns the gazan is konet. What does he have to pay back? He just has to pay back the value of the animal, kish'at the gazela. So what's the ma'alak between the bishamon and the biyuda? Be'aka, le'mehsa, le'shlish, The ma'alak it is over here, is does the gazan keep all of the shevah? Does he keep all of the appreciation? Or does he only keep part of it? Half, a third, or a quarter? Which means, just like the custom of certain people that are given animals to watch, and uh, they split the uh, the benefits, they split the profits. So therefore, the Biuda Savar, Sheval Shahal Gabi Gezela, Kuleh de Gazanave. No. He was connected with Shinui. He gets to keep all of the sharings. And he has to pay Kishat the Gezela. No, it works like a regular deal. I raise the animal. It's like I raise the animal. Therefore, I don't get all the sharings. I got to give you some of them as well. So the Mahlokan is how much of the sharings do you get to keep? The Bible does keep all of them. Shinui is connected. The Bishamon says, no, we look at it as if uh, you raised it. And therefore, there's a rule. The one that raises it, they usually split the uh, shearings in a certain deal that they make. Rashi, Lemersa, the Shalish, Kederech, Menhaga, Medina, the Mekabli, Bemot, Nashbihan, is Mangadol, Kazet. Whatever the Menhaga, the Medina is. Some Menhaga, you get 50%, some you get uh, 25%, some you get uh, 33%. Whatever, whatever the Menhaga, the Medina is. That's the Mahlokit. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Gazal para veritabera itstoviyalda. Stole the para. Got pregnant by him and it gave birth. Or Rachel venitrena itslo. You stole a sheep. 
Emad, it grew, wool, ugzaza, and he cut it, mishalem, kishat, gezera. So you pay what the price was at the time of the gezera. Why? Because you connect the gizot with chinui, and you connect the velad, and you have to pay back what it was worth at the time of the theft. Yaldain. Oh, so you want to make sure the yuk. Only because it gave birth. But if it didn't give birth, you have to return it as is. According to the first pshat of Rav Zvid, According to the first pshat that said that according to the Yehuda, the shvach, that's on the animal itself, you have to return it to the... To the nixal, good. So I could say that this Mishnah is going like the Biyudah, the way that Zvid explained. That when the animal itself still has the shearings on it, and the animal still itself has the vlad inside of it, you have to return it back to the original. That's the way that Zvid explained. That the shvach she'al gabe you got to return to the nixal. Good, we have an author. El according to the Papa de Amar, the Gazlana, the Hamani, Lord of Biyudah, Lord of Bishimon. But according to the way that Papa understood, that the shvach, that's considered a shinui, according to everybody, therefore you get to keep the animal, then the gazlan, he has to pay according to shat gazela, who's just going like? The diuk is mashma, only when you sheared it, you have to, you keep it. Mashma that if it was on, on the animal still, you got to give it back. That's not going like the Papa. The Papa said, everybody else, shvach, that's on the animal itself. The gazlan keeps it. Who's the author of this uh, Mishnah? <coughs> The Papa will answer. You know what? Don't make it the yuk. Really, I'll tell you, if the animal is still pregnant or the shearings are still on it, you get to keep it, the gazlan, and your pages, like my shita. So why did it say dafka yalda? Even if it didn't give birth, you get to keep it. I didn't see Resha Yalda. Since in the Resha of this Mishnah, we gave a case of Yalda. So Nasib Sefa Yalda. Which means it's Agav the Resha. The Resha, we mentioned the case of Yalda. So in the Sefa also, but not to make a Diyuk Rashi. Look at Rashi. I didn't see Resha Yalda. Nashmi'inam. Which means, in the Resha, it's talking about Yalda, where the animal gave birth. There clearly the deen is, you keep the shearings, you keep the animal, you pay Kishat, Hagezela. So since in that case we gave a case of uh, Yalda, so in the Sefa also, See, there, the, the Resha case was you stole it and it was me'obedit already. It was already pregnant. Oh, so that case of it says, Yavka Yalda, because then it's a Shinui already. But if it was a Yalda, you have to return it the way it is, because that's what it was. The Sefa cases, it got pregnant by the Gazlan. So it gave the case of Yalda also, that you, have to, that you get to keep it. But what do you know Yalda? Once it gets pregnant, that's already a Shinui. So I got the Risha, it gave a case of Yalda, but really, Uadin, Lo Yalda, the Papa can explain, it's going like everybody, that he gets to keep it. And the Mahlok Din of Yudan is, you have to give 50%, or whatever the Mahlok Din is to 
compensate the gazlan. We have a right to support the papa. Bishamon Omer, no in ota ki ilu hi shuma esto bekesef le mehsa le shlishu rabia beferush. They see what? According to the Bishamon, you make the assessment le mehsa le shlishu rabia, which means he's kone the shinui, but he's got to give back something to the Gaza based on the exile, according to the custom of the Medina. Either half or whatever it may be, the percentage exactly the way that Papa explained the Bishamon that he's not kone totally. He has to give back some of the shearings itself to the Nigzal. Good. Amar ki havinan beravkana ibayalam. We're by Ravkana in the Midrash of Yeshiva Ravkana. We had a suffix. How do you pay the half? Do you pay the half monetarily? I mean, I can keep all the shearings. I'll just pay you half, half of the shearings, the value of it. Or do you actually have to pay from the basar of the animal? Which means maybe the nigzal can claim, I want, I want from the meat of the animal itself. Or no, maybe just uh, I can pay you off with money. Which means, do you actually have to give back the actual shiva itself? Okay, you so, no, I'm going to keep the shearings myself, but I'll pay you for half of the value of it in money. That's the, the, the basic question of the Gemara. Again, the Papa's way he understood it, and the Bishamon, let's go back to the Bihuda. The Bihuda said, you keep all the shearings. You just have to pay what the animal was worth at the time of the thief, at the theft. Yeah, it, was worth, it wasn't worth this much, it was worth much less. Because now it grew here and there. The beast wasn't no. You raised it, it grew hair and all that, grew wool. You could keep, but you've got, you got to give 50% of that to the exam. Okay, what do you have to give? Mamash, the, 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 the shearing you give? Or the value of it? That's really the she'elah of the Gemara now. The Gemara says, Hu pashtinan meha. And we answered it. Tamar of Nachman of Ashwahel, Shilosha Shamin Laena Shevach Umaalin Ota Bedamin. Oh, there are three cases that, let's say, somebody had somebody else's field in his possession, and while he had in his possession the field appreciated, went up, and when he has to pay back for the appreciation, he pays back with money. Okay, what are the cases over here? Let's go to the cases. Ve'eluhen bechor lepashut uba'alchov lelokayach uba'alchov leyetomim. Okay, one case at a time. Let's read Rashi. Bechor. Bechor is the firstborn. Lepashut is the regular brother. The firstborn gets double. The pashut gets a regular percentage. Yeah. What happened over here? They're dividing the father's estate. 
what happened over here. So the Torah says, what? Bechor gets double. More than the other brothers in the Yerusha. Uh, if there's two brothers, let's say, how do you calculate it? So you divide the property into three parts. The Bechor gets two parts. And the other brother gets one part. So he gets two-thirds, and he gets one-third. That's the way they, they make the hashbon. If there's three brothers, so you make me there's four brothers. So you divide the estate into, to 25%. He takes two pieces of 25%, and the other two brothers get 25% each. That's the way you calculate it. Now, the Gemara of Batra learns from Pasuk, that the Bechor only gets double from properties that were muhzak by the father, Bish'at Petirato. That at the time that the father died, the properties were in his possession. For that matter, uh, let's say the Yetomim, after the father died, they enhanced some of the father's properties. Before they actually divided it amongst themselves, so the Bechor does not get from the Shevach double. It's only properties that were the way they were at the time that the father died. But now they put a Shevach into the property, so he does not get double from that, from that Shevach. Because it wasn't Kayam when the father died. It's going to run into a problem now, based on this calculation, they say. You know, we're going to give the Dugma, then we'll read it in the sheet. The Dugma is... He had two brothers. You have a Bechor and a Pashut. Bechor and a regular guy. Uh, they both inherited a field that was Shaveh Shishim Zuz, 60 Zuz. And they enhanced it 12 Zuz after the father died. Now, if the, the way we calculate is what? We divide it into three. The Bechot takes two parts, and the Bashut takes one part. If you're going to do that, so he's going to get two-thirds of Sheva as well. Two-thirds of Sheva would be eight. The Sheva was twelve. If you're going to divide the Sheva based on the Bechor calculation, so therefore he's going to get eight, and the Bashut is going to get four. Where really he's only... Worthy to get half. Because the Shevach is not split on the Bechor formula. It's split equally. So he's only supposed to get six. Now, if Sharut Ahachi Kabela Acha Pashut, it's The way I can get the other two zoos that the Pashut guy deserves, to give him a bigger Helek in the field. Nainu. Instead of taking, well, if you're going to split the field, you have 72, right? Right. So split it into three parts, it's what, 24? Yeah. 24, 24, 24. Correct? Who you told me, at your Give the other brother, the pursuit, 26. 26 out of the 72. So at least you compensate him. Right, the Pashut brother 26 to compensate him for the two that the other brother was going to get more for the Sheva. I mean, make it 72. Let the other guy take 26, an extra two in his Haylek, 
And then let the other guy take the rest. He'll take 46. Shemuel says you can't do that. That the pashut elu yachol letboa helik gadol yote bekarka to get the extra two zoos from the Sheba. They don't split it like that. The Bechor is able to get Shnesh Lishia Sadeh, that's 48 out of the 72, and leave for his brother 24, and the other two he could pay him. We don't mess up the, the Halukah. Ah, that's a thing in the Yerusha. What's the difference? Same thing. They don't want you to mess up the uh, Yerusha. Look at Rashi now inside. Bechor le Pashut. Shishbihot and Nechasim kodem Halukah. Okay, it appreciated before they divided it. Ubeshat Halukah, Lotema Bechor Pishinaim Bekarkaot. Sabik la Hazil le Pashut, Revia Hasheba, Shelhelek Bechora, Bemaot Sheen Loli Tol Pishnaim, Bemashishbihazet. Which means, don't take the Pishnayim from the Shevach. He can only take the Pishnayim from the Karka itself. The image Biyach Biyud Bet Zuz, our case, went up 12 Zuz. Kishinatan Ze Pishnayim Bekarka, so he's going to end up with 8. He owes his brother 2. Lotem and Hashevach Ed Zuzim, Sadiq Lazilo Bet Zuzim. He got to pay him back too. Don't give it to him from the division of the karka. For example, if it was 60, and it went up to 72, so instead of giving him 24, you want to give him 26, to compensate him for the two that you took from the Sheba. Doesn't work that way. That's the first deed. So again, when it says... And you cannot compensate it with the uh, property. One of the cases is Bechon and Pashut. What's the second case? He was owed money. So what did he do? He went to Nechassim Mishobadim. Got enough money to pay. The dean is going to go to the Lekuchot. So he took the money from the Lekuchot. Now it seems the Lekuchot were worth more money than he was owed. So how does he pay back now the money? Does she? Ba'alchov lelokeya. Ba'alchov. Hatoref Lekuchot b'shvil chov sheyesh lo ala mocher. Right. Which means he doesn't give the one that he took the field from a field back to compensate the extra amount that he took. He takes the whole field. He borrowed a thousand. He took a field that's worth twelve hundred. The lokeach was must be off the field. So he's taking more than he owes, or more than he's owed. So he takes the $1,200 field, and he pays him $200 for the sheva that he put into it.
Again, he writes the case. The sold property. The the guy that bought the property was must be out the property. Correct. You owe me a hundred dollars, let's say. The shemur is on the gufa karka, it's not on the sheva. My shemur is on the land itself. You only get a hundred from the field. Why? What would I think? I would have thought that he can get two thirds of the karka. Which means my shibu is a hundred. So therefore, let him take two-thirds of the, of the 150. That's what he wants. Let me take a hundred, and you keep fifty. No. Take the whole 150, and pay back fifty dollars or fifty zoos. That's the way it works. What's the third case? Baal Chov's coming to the Yetomim because the Yetomim's father owes him money. Same case. Father owes him a uh, hundred zoos. The Yetomim now have property. The property was Mushbah, was appreciated. So you're coming to take the karka from the Yetomim, you take the whole karka. And you compensate them back with the money. Okay? It's like the, it's the case uh, before, just with the Yetumim. Look at the Rashi. Balchov the Yetumim. Balchov, she yored the Nechsi Yetumim, Bishwil Chov Avihen. Elo bemash is behon Nechasim, Lahan mitat Avihem Klum. Umalal elish Mohammed Amim Rotem Maot Imir Tseh. That's right. He pays back them, gives them money. So what do we see from all these cases? What is the uh, what was the question and what was the proof? The question was according to the Bishimon, the Mirsa the Shalish or could you pay it back in money? Or do you have to pay it back from the goof of the animal? And the answer the answer is what? If Shalik Bedamim. Which means, if in these cases you can be misalik bedamim, certainly in the case of a gezela, if shalit salik bedamim. Why? It seems these cases over here. The guy did it behetel. He bought a field. He was mashbiyah the field. Everything was good. And still you could take the whole field from him and give him money. So if I'm allowed to give money in the case of hetel, in this case over here, the gazan took the animal, was mashbiyah 
the animal, enhanced it, now sheared it. Now we're saying, what? He has to give back. So certainly you're going to tell me he can compensate him by giving him kesef. Demim. What is the kadachomer? Which means, let's look at it the reverse way. Let's look at it the reverse way. Right. Technically the gazan is really kone everything. It's a shinui. The Bishamon Shadush is, he's not going to everything. You just pay him half, half of the improvement, and then the Nigzal takes the other half of the actual, well, we thought, maybe the actual shearings themselves. So the question is can the Nigzal take all of the shearings and just pay him money? For the half, we're looking at it with the Nigzal is paying the Gazlan. I get the whole thing. Take a walk. I'll just pay you for the animal, the time of the time of the Gazirah. Bishma says, no. The Gazlan enhanced a little. He gets half of the, of the stuff. Because he, he worked at it. I mean, he did work at it. Just like if you would pay a guy, the rule that it was Manag, you keep half of it because he worked at it. So the Hadush, the Gazlan keeps half. Good. Now I'm the Nigzal. You get half. Do I got to give you half of the shearings? Or I say, no, give me all the shearings. I don't give you money for it. Mm-hmm. Then we understand the Kavahomet. If in a case where a guy did nothing wrong, and I could take the whole property and give him money for the extra, certainly a Gazlan that did it the Isur, I could take the whole thing and be Besadek and Bedamin. So the answer to the question is, yes indeed. You can't be Besadek, Bedamin, Amadir Abinad did Shemuel actually say, What's the question? We just learned in the name of Shemuel that when the Baal Chov takes the Karka from the Lokeyah, he pays him for the Shevach. He was only owed a hundred. He took hundred and fifty of Karka, so he's got to pay back for the extra fifty. Did Shemuel actually say that? Which means he takes it all. He doesn't pay anything. Bottom line, there was a Shemur on that field. I'm taking the field back. Enhanced? Thank you very much. What does this mean? When does he have to compensate when it's a appreciation that reached Ktefayim? What does that mean? Nashi, Baram Nashi. Kegon the wheat already grew to the maximum growth. Either you give him the, the growth or you give him the money. Because it seems once they reach its full growth, they're considered talush already. 
because they were meant to be cut. So that's not considered the karka anymore. Stuff that's already fully grown and ripened is destined to be cut, so it's considered not on the karka. So that we can give it to him. We pay for him. And therefore, since they didn't ripen yet, it's considered karka. And therefore, he says, I have a shemur on the karka. Therefore, I take the whole karka. I don't even have to compensate. So it depends how ripened the fruit are. Okay? Takes the whole thing, you're not going to pay anything. What are you talking about? There's cases that come every single day in front of Shemuel. And Shemuel would tell the people, take the whole field, even the Shemach, that was already fully grown. Amale la kasha. Even that's not a question. Why? Ha de masik be kishur ara de shiva. Ha de lo masik be ela kishur ara. That which Shemuel said, you could take the whole field, including the wheat that was fully grown. Is that when the Value is equal to what's owed to the Malveh. So the Goveh, the Malveh can be Goveh the whole thing. He doesn't have to pay for the Sheva. Because that's Mishrobad. Mm-hmm. He's owed 150, the field's only worth 100, with the wheat on it, it's 150, that's what Shemuel said, you can take the whole thing. Ah, that he said, you gotta pay, gave it back. You have to pay for the Lomasik Beela Kishurara, where he's only owed the shoot of the karka. So pay 100, you get for the karka, take the whole thing and pay it back for the wheat. Because you're not owed that much money. Very simple. Right? Right. Correct. Comes again when I ask a question. Amalim, hani halim and amal, i it lezuzel alokeyach, lo matzem misalik le lebal chov shapir. Oh, what is this law over here? If let's say the lokeyach, the guy that has the field, if he has money, lo matzem misalik le lebal chov. Okay, I'll, so I'll pay you with money. Doesn't matter. There's one opinion that says, even if the Lokeya has money, you can take the field. I want the field. I have a shibur on the field. Therefore, I'll pay you the hundred dollars. I don't want the hundred dollars. I want the money. I want the field. So according to that, Shapir, we understand Shemuel. That even though the field, let's say, even though what you owe is only the field without the Shebach, he can take the whole field. With the Sheva, I pay back money. And the guy cannot tell him, just take a little part of the field and leave me the Sheva. Because bottom line, the whole karka is Mishrubad, Terbal Chov. Which means, if you say that what, that the Lokeya cannot push him off with money, I understand Shiva's statement. The field is yours. Never take the whole field. 
and then pay him back for the shevach. And you can't tell you, oh, don't take the just take this, take the field, give me, leave me the wheat. No. The whole field is mishrabat to me. And the man damar, but according to the opinion that says, that if the lokeya has money, he's able to push him off with the money and he cannot touch the field. Why do we say that he can take the whole field? If I had money, I could push you away from taking any part of the field. Right, which means, if I had money, you wouldn't take anything. Now that I don't have money, but at least take what's owed to you from the shevach, and let me keep uh, part of my field. Which means, there's a mahluket, if the lokeya has money, can he tell him, I'm paying you money, don't touch the field. Once he touches, no, money means nothing, he go after the field. There's a shabur on the field. You cannot be misalikim with money. But if that's the case, the lokeh can take the whole field with the sheva and just pay him back, uh, you know, for the sheva, to make it equal. And the guy can't tell, eh, leave, leave, leave me some sheva out there, just take what you owe to you. No, no, there's have a shabur on the field. You cannot be misalikim with money. But if you hold that he can be misalikim with money, so let him say like this, if I had money, you would get none, none of the field. I would just pay him out the hundred. Now that I don't have money, okay, so, so don't take the whole field, take a hundred of the field, and leave me the difference. Leave me some of the field at least. Because once you say you can be mislinked with money, so there's not such a shabut on the field, you see. So I don't have money, okay, so take what's owed to you, but leave me at least uh, the leftovers, leave me a, a part of the field for myself. That's the Gemara's uh, question. So comes again what Ad says. That's the way we learn the question, correct? That's, that's correct. Right, you can take the whole karka and pay back the money, exactly. But if you're saying that, why do you be misalikim with money? Take, take, what, well, take what you owe and leave me the rest. Well, I want you to take the whole thing and pay me back money. What Ad says. You know what the case is Okay. Really, I'll tell you, generally speaking, a guy can be misalik with money. But not when you make it a potiki. Potiki means when you lent the money. He said, this field over here is designated for payment. It, he earmarked it already. It's collateralized. Therefore, when he sells it, now the guy comes, I want to pay you with money. Not in this case. Money, you cannot be misalikmi. I'm going after the, the karka over here. This is a poteki. Now, the shamur is on it. Generally speaking, if you didn't make it a poteki, the guy can tell, oh, take the money, don't touch the field. No, but my friend, I haven't started. We made this an apoteki over here. Apoteki. Okay, Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen.